Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week, our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hey, Philip, what's going on, my man? Hey, Brian, welcome to the house. Thanks, man. Hey, you're looking good. I like that shirt, actually. Thank you. I, th- I think I have one similar to that. Yeah? Well, I, same pattern, but colors, but I, I don't know. I have to go back and look at my closet. I mean, I've been trying out this new service, uh, the Stitch Fitch Fix. Stitch <laughs> Fix. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say it right. <laughs> Stitch Fix. There you go. There you it is. Okay, it. I nailed it that time. You know, it's funny that you notice the shirt and bring that up because this actually was from one of those earlier delivery services called the Trunk Club. Okay. I stopped using the service years ago, and it's kind of embarrassing because this shirt is like 10 years old. It still looks good, though. Well, thank you. It still looks good. You're pulling it off. But I'm not very adventurous when it comes to fashion. I wish I was. And we talked about that with when Christina Wells was on the on the show. I want her to make me something. I'm still going to get a hold of her for that. But this has been nice because they have this stylist that will look at things. You can click your styles, and they'll send you stuff. And they'll even ask you, are you wanting to be more adventurous? Do you want to give them more freedom to choose your styles? And I'm absolutely for it. Yeah, you definitely pay a premium for those types of services, but I think it's worth it if you're looking to do that, right? Because they will push you. They will push you outside your comfort zone. I've always kind of envied the whole, you know, David Bowie, and then now I guess Harry Styles is now the new sort of really pushing the envelope with men's fashion in terms of like pop stars. I'm with you. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a little timid about it. So it's always something, oh, I, I wish I could. Well, and then you don't think that it looks good until you put it on and then you're, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I could pull off as far as Harry Styles goes with it, but, but yeah. But guys, there's a lot going on this week. Hopefully everyone is doing well in the world. Things seem to be moving along swimmingly. That's right. I said, just keep swimming. We had a presidential inauguration, which was fabulous. I thought it went over well. But I'm excited because Super Bowl is coming up. And I know you're thrilled. It just so happens to be that I've never been a football watcher or a fan. And in fact, I will admit something to you and all of our listeners that I probably should not admit I don't even understand the rules of the game. We'll get into that. I, I have a little quiz for you. We're going to educate you a little bit. But oh boy. here's a reason why you should enjoy the Super Bowl, because it is one of the highest drinking days of the year. I'm in. <laughs> I know, right? You think about it. I learned that interesting fact when I had to do an AA class for community service. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and I'd like to know why you had to do that class. <laughs> but before we circle back to that, it makes a lot of sense. It's a big, big drinking day. I, I assume the alcohol sales are usually up, obviously. Food, food and alcohol. I mean, you... Well, delivery gri- food. Grill, grilling, you know... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Wings, like burger patties. Burger patties, you know, brisket, things like that. 
brisket. Look at you, Southerner. I love I, it. I know, right? I love it. I can I, relate. That I can relate to. Like, brisket, <laughs> I'm in. That's right. Who isn't in with brisket? Oh, they're going to throw a ball around and knock each other over? Great. I don't care. Just give me the brisket, the booze. I'm good. I'm going to admit something that people that have known me for many years might be a little surprised about. I don't really care about the Super Bowl that much anymore. <gasps> I know. I know. It used Ryan to be, Chambers. But it used to be. I don't say that I don't enjoy it. I can't say that I don't enjoy it. I do. My family is big into sports. They, they were always, I played sports growing up, and Super Bowl was always a, an event, or there was something that I would go to, and we'd watch it. And I went to a college that sports were very big, and football was very big. Okay, but hang on. So you enjoy it. I do enjoy it. It's just, it's over the years, it's faded for me. I don't care about it as much. And you're in your late 30s right now, and this has been happening over the years for the past, what? Uh, 10 years or so. 10 years Probably or so? Probably 10, 10 years or so. Ever since I, I've been doing more theater, more acting, I, I, I love it. In fact, we, my wife and I, would go to a Broadway show on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, there you the go. Past, so past good. couple of years. So if you continue on the trend line that you're on... In another five to ten years, you'll be like me. <laughs> but the difference is, I'll at least know if I start watching the game, I'll know what's going on. Yes, that is a big difference. <laughs> That's a big difference. That is a right big there. difference for sure. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of firsts for it this year. First of all, Tom Brady. If you have never heard, have you ever heard of Tom Brady? <laughs> I've heard of Tom Brady. There you go. I've seen pictures. Well, that's frightening. Why? Well, because he's all over the news, right? I guess his... Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> it just sounded like I've seen pictures. <laughs> like, no, like, like, been... like you're looking at Tom yeah. Brady, oh. like the, the centerfold. Oh, oh I've seen pictures. <laughs> no, <laughs> Those I... Hill figure ads. <laughs> no, he's been in the news recently, right? Didn't he have some supermodel girlfriend and now his wife uh, is beautiful? Giselle, and... yeah, she's gorgeous. Okay, so but they're two different people, right? He used to date somebody who was... Some no, supermodel, and then no, he married is, another person who's another model, but not the same supermodel. Well, girlfriend. okay, now we're getting into topics. I don't. I I'd have to look that up. I Dude. know his wife is a supermodel, and I know her income. I think her income exceeds his income, which is pretty remarkable. Since the guy's been playing in in the NFL for almost nineteen. 20 years. That is interesting, but it's also funny to me that I'm like shocking you with this information because I come across this stuff on like Fox News headlines. This is not uh, like entertainment news. Because you watch Fox News. I mean, (laughs) I don't watch any news, but (laughs) I mean, you know, the headlines come across my screen. Sure. Let me, let me fill you in on uh, what's happening on TMZ then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, what's funny about it is that the headline was Tom Brady, which, you know, I just glance over and I I know he plays football and I just kind of like move on. But then it was supermodel ex-girlfriend. I went, click. I was just curious. <laughs> Nude pictures of, oh, click. <laughs> no, I can't do that because then my cache file on my computer gets get all a lot kinds of, of, lot of pop-ups. cookies and stuff that I don't need. Yeah, yeah. Even as a Mac user, I don't need that stuff in my life. You there know? you go. But the cool thing about Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl, and this is actually, it's not even cool. I think it's amazing. He's 43 years old. So honestly, that's actually what the article was about. Oh, was was it? Yeah. About his age. It was about his ex-girlfriend and his wife both writing congratulation posts about his age at this Super Bowl. It's a major feat. You're you're talking about a man who plays a sport where I mean you have to be physical. You get knocked down almost every chance you you are on the field. So obviously I I did know that about football. But the way you said oh, it... Oh, that it's violent? Yeah. The, oh. way, the, way, the way that you said it, now every single time I see any tackle, I happen to come across one in my peripheral vision because it's never <laughs> going to be that I'm watching it. But every time, 
Now, in the back of my head, it's going to go, let's get physical, physical. <laughs> it's going to happen every time. Dude, you made football so much worse for me in that one moment. <laughs> I do what I can. But you think about somebody at his age playing as a professional athlete, right? Think about Olympians. I mean, Michael Phelps, how many Olympic games have, has he been to? I mean, okay, so help 20 me out. So, years so, plus of Olympic games, right? Hang on a second. So help me out. So Tom Brady, quarterback, I assume? Yes, he's a quarterback. Okay. All right. Yes. Therefore, from what little I know, what little I've seen throughout my life, to be 43 years old and be hit by the freight trains that are the younger guys in that field. 27-year-olds. Yeah, 300-pound yeah. monsters. Um, People half his age. Yeah, it's incredible, and it's very, very dangerous, without any question. With football, I've heard a lot of complaints over the years about people kind of washing out the sport because of all the attention that's been brought to the concussions that were buried. And obviously there was a big Hollywood movie made about that with Will Smith and, and lots of investigations and, and high school kids that have been really, really badly hurt, some of which have dropped dead. Do you think that the sport is sort of in its heyday right now? Do you think that we're on the edge of it becoming even more like pushed to the point where it can no longer be as aggressively football as it is, or do you think it's here to stay? I think sort that's of funny that level? you you talk about it aggressively football is like its own term. Well, I I, I didn't <laughs> I know how else, I didn't know how else to <laughs> express that thought. Right? You know what I mean? No, I get. I know I get what you're saying. I don't think that you can ever make a sport that requires physical contact of tackling somebody, physically taking them to the ground. I don't think you can ever take away the danger of that sport it's nice that they're aware you know who knew that hitting your head would cause a concussion oh no yeah yeah they're you aware know? no it's, it's, it's nice I mean, it's nice that they're admitting <laughs> that they've been aware for whatever it is 80 years no that that's exactly what they sound like it's like oh they had a helmet on i thought everything was okay you know i mean no i i get it i totally get it yeah, it's like when Big Tobacco admitted that smoking causes cancer. Like, oh, really? What? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll look into it. I no. guess the science is in. <laughs> the science is in. I, I think people in this day and age are just more aware in general. I, I don't think it's softened up. I, okay, I just so think that, there's more steps to safety. Okay, so I appreciate that answer very much, and that brings me to a statement and a question. My statement is, I actually find what you're talking about with Tom Brady in this Super Bowl so incredible because he is 43 years old. He grew up in that generation long before any of these things were even discussed, right? He was still that high school kid that wasn't being groomed because so much of modern sports and auto racing included, really any big viewership sport is people being groomed from you know, freaking, you know, five years old, right? These, these parents and these coaches and these people are trying to like push these kids to becoming... The greatest that's ever right. been, right? Yeah. Right. And they're all going to fail, as we all know. You know, 98.999 or 99.99% of them are never, ever going to get anywhere with it. The ones that do, God bless them if they avoid injury or random catastrophe or bad, you know, wrong any place, sport, wrong time. I'm going to say any sport is going to have physicality or it's going to take a toll on you. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Even racing. It, Absolutely. It oh, will, for sure. Big take time. A toll, it's a, toll it's a hugely you. physical sport. Big time. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so amazing that he, at his age, what he's doing. No one ever thought they were going to be seeing a 43-year-old play in a Super Bowl. Of course not. They would have lost that bet. Well, although, although 55, I bet you... There's been 55 Super Bowls. He's been to 10. 
I, this is his 10th. I would put money right now on a bet. And my bet would be that if you could take a time machine, go back in time to 50 years ago, people then would be less surprised at the concept of a 43-year-old in the Super Bowl than, our, than we are. Well, the game got faster and younger, as is every sport. Exactly. Every right? sport gets faster right. and younger. Ultimately we? efficient, right? Ultimately efficient until maybe it's too efficient. I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about that. All right. You said you don't watch a lot of football, but let's see how much you actually know if you were to turn on the game. All right. So we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to hit you up with some terminology, and I want you to see if you can tell me what the term is. Okay? So the first one. A 10-yard long area at each end of the field that you score a touchdown once you enter that zone. Do I get a buzzer? Sure. I mean, like, if I get wrong at the buzzer, I can buzz in. No, no, no. Just, oh, it's just me it's here, just right? you. I, I know what these are. <laughs> uh, I think that's called the end zone. Nice. All right. That's good. Let's try another one. Okay. A group of offensive players... The running backs and the quarterbacks who line up behind the line of scrimmage. The offensive tackle? The backfield. Okay, hang on. Let me get let me get another one. Let me get another one. Let's let's get one. Oh, this one you should get. When eleven players on the field come together to discuss strategy between plays. A huddle. Nice. Very nice. Okay. But hang on, is that a football thing or is that every sport? Because I huddled in all of my sports. <laughs> you could huddle at anything. You could huddle at anything. You want to huddle? <laughs> you want to huddle? We'll just, anytime. We just, let, let's huddle. Instead of saying sidebar, you know, lawyer sidebar. Everyone else huddles. Huddle. So, okay. Here's another one. Let's see how good you are. The unofficial area from the 20-yard line to the opponent's goal line. The Goldilocks zone? I have no idea. <laughs> the red zone. <laughs> oh, the red zone. So when you hear them talking about the red zone, you know that they are within 20 yards of the end zone. So nice. You think I'm going to hear them talking about the red zone. <laughs> All right. How optimistic of you. <laughs> oh, a few more, a few more. When a defensive player tackles the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage. A uh, foul? Oh. Sack. Oh. You know, now you'll think, sack lunch, baby. Mur, 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 mur. <laughs> Do you remember that from, like, oh. from, <laughs> from Wedding Crashers, that, that part where they're playing a little touch football? He's <laughs> like, sack lunch. Mm. Oh, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> like how you're like, oh, all these movies I watched. <laughs> I get that joke now. <laughs> Let's do one more. Let's do one more. I want to get a good one here. An imaginary line that extends from where the football is placed at the end of the play to both sides of the field. Also, neither the offense nor the defense can cross the line until the football is put into play. Crap, I was going to go with the equator, but now that's out. Well, um, you're thinking about, I mean, in, term, in terms of where your head is, the it's equalizer. in the right. The <laughs> you know what? No, I I'm gonna give the because e I think they should change it to the equalizer. I was about to say, is give that, me a vote here. <laughs> I'll give you the the line of scrimmage. It was what it was, but I, I I completely think that it should be the equalizer. Yeah, the equalizer. That like sounds it. like good. So there you go. There's a couple terms. I know there's a, people out there that are not football fans, and that's okay. 
you don't have to be to enjoy it. There's so many things about the Super Bowl that people do enjoy that because I know so many people that don't watch the Super Bowl, but they tune in. You know why? Well, that's the thing. Commercials. I've been to a hundred Super Bowl parties. Obviously not true, but I've been to a bunch. <laughs> like a, a hundred two. In my former lives. <laughs> my former lives I've been to a few. Oh, it's the 55th. Um, <laughs> in my future lives. No, I've been to a bunch of Super Bowl parties and my family grew up watching it and I sort of would pretend to be half paying attention in the background. Um, I mean, my brother used to quote the Budweiser commercials with the the what's up of guys. Course. You remember? Like, oh, of course. I remember when that came out. I I loved the frogs. The but I mean, Budweiser was always a big one when they were like, Bud. Budweiser. Budweiser. What? But the weasel when the weasel came in, that was great. Oh, the weasel, the Clydesdale horses. I mean, all these huge, huge ads. So I'm I'm curious about that though. By the way, Budweiser, uh, Bud Light, Budweiser is not going to be in the Super Bowl this year. They're not having a commercial. Why? Well, they want to. Zer. <laughs> I saw that. Nice. No, they they want to have to use their funds for other areas that are dealing with COVID and things of those of those nature of that nature. I think it is absolutely out of control. I don't care how many people watch that sport, watch that day. I mean, what is it? A million dollars for a thirty second spot? I think it's so, more than that. Something that, now. that maybe is it more. I think it became a corporate pissing match between people that already had huge brand recognition. It had nothing to do with return on investment. I think that these guys were getting together in boardrooms, and they just had to have the, 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 had to have the coolest Super Bowl presence. And I think it's nonsense. I think the prices were so, so, so inflated for no reason. None. I mean, think about it. You can be a woman on a plane refusing to get out of your seat and screaming, as we saw recently in the news. You go viral on TikTok to a few million views in a day. If you had a Coca-Cola can sitting on the ground in that situation, you would get more exposure than you do in the Super Bowl. But think about it this way, though. The Super Bowl, you get millions of viewers. Millions. Like you said, you went to Super Bowl parties and tuned in. You didn't care about the game, but you cared about the commercials and all the extras and everything that went through it. But to what end? Again, the video example I just gave you, you could shoot for free. For free. I'm just, you wouldn't necessarily reach as many people. I don't know. So shoot 10 of them. Play some in various <laughs> things, you know? <laughs> Come on. Oh, God. So it's $5.2 million for 30, for 30 seconds. seconds. $5.2 million for 30 seconds. That's incredible. That's it's incredible. Too, it's too much money. It's silly. I, I don't think... With the way things are now and the companies that are paying for that, I don't think it's too much. Let them pay it. Yeah, but, but again, Let them why, pay for it. Right? Like, why? Why, why do it? I think, I think Bud pulling out is a stance. I think they're saying, you know what? We spent so much money. Because obviously, you mentioned their three commercials. Well, there are two, and I, I threw in the Clydesdales, right? As, like, they always iconic. Have, they always have great commercials. Iconic, yeah. Huge. Even even when they went like with the dog and everything, huge, yeah. And now they're out. I think they're drawing a line in the sand. I think they're going. You know what? We can make much, much more return on our investment in other avenues I, than I, spending that much money for no reason. I don't know if I'm gonna be with you on this one. Do you think they were pissed that somebody else beat them to the Godfather parody? <laughs> see, I do watch. Yeah. You see. <laughs> But everyone's going to want to tune in because it's supposed to be a really great halftime show, as in a lot of shows are. The weekend is pl- is going to be playing the halftime show. 
and many. I like them. Do you? Yeah. You like that? I know who they are. Isn't that amazing? That's... Be amazed, Brian Chambers, that Philip Goffrey on Neighbors Don't Knock knows another pop culture reference. I know who they are. Well, it's 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 not a group. It's a person. I know who he is. <laughs> I was going to say, he's a Canadian singer-songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the song. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud of you well, for I that. I like it so much because he really, really captured a beautiful, like, mid to late 80s vibe with that tune. And He's, he's, he's Bruno Mars 2.0 to me. That, that's, that's kind of except, who he sounds like. Yeah, except without straining his vocals so much. <laughs> Poor Bruno Mars. His voice sounds like mine during this episode. I mean, that guy can't speak anymore. I mean, he's won three Grammy Awards, five American Music Awards, nine Billboard Music Awards, and two MTV Video Music Awards. I didn't even know they even still gave out MTV Music Awards. I mean, you're going to hear all of his hits. It's thir- It's a 13-minute show. There are scheduled to be a lot of celebrities or guest appearances within the Super Bowl show. And not only that, they're talking about using the stadium differently. So when you first as far walked, as I know, when you first walked in the door, you were all on Twitter about talking about the actual like rules about attending this thing. It's going to be a reduced attendance. Yes, right? around twenty two thousand is what they say. Okay, and this is in Tampa. Ta- it's in Tampa. It's yes. in Tampa. It's okay, in Tampa. So the stadium seats it's around six, anywhere uh, sixty thousand plus. I wow. think something like that. Okay, so it's like one third less, much less than one third capacity is what they're going yes. for. Interesting. And then the halftime show, they're still bringing the stars in, but it's going to be just this guy, The weekend. Is anybody else headlining? Or they, well, like, they, won't, they won't say. He is the headliner. Yeah, so, oh, oh, interesting. He's so, the headliner. So but it's not like a dual show like they've done so many times. Like the it's Jennifer be... Lopez and the Shakira deal yeah. last year. No. As far as I know, as far as I know, they are said that they're supposed to be other people. There usually is. There's usually always somebody, but they're not, they're not advertising it as a dual show. A concert. Are there any statistics available at how much the halftime show costs to produce every year? I don't know. It's some ridiculous amount, I'm sure. I mean, it's only 13 minutes. Which I mean, is, you know, I mean, yes, it's only 13. It's, it's pretty long to be up there on but, stage the whole but it's time. A, it, well, it is, but it's an iconic. Okay. It's iconic to do, even if it was five minutes, just to be asked to do the Super Bowl halftime show is an iconic or career-altering performance. It doesn't matter. I mean, listen to some of the people that have in the past. Okay, we're going to go back. I mean, shoot, I'm going to go back to Super Bowl. I mean, oh, man, I don't even know. I, I let, Let's just go back. Diana Ross is another is someone who performed at the Super Bowl. U2. Uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Shania Twain, no doubt. Paul McCartney, The Rolling Stones. Prince. Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, The Who, Madonna, Beyonce, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Coldplay. I mean, you look at the the list of people, and even if I go back... Before, There's a big one. There's a big one in there you forgot uh, from earlier. Whitney Houston was a huge And show. Whitney Houston, I mean, yeah. yeah. I remember that one, actually. So, I mean, you, there's a lot. Michael Jackson. So here's the thing. Okay, I mean, so I remember I remember more Super Bowl halftime shows than I actually do the commercials. Okay, that, and the that commercials seems normal. And the commercials are five point two million dollars for thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay, and I just looked up the stats. The Super Bowl halftime show is thirteen minutes and now costs thirteen million dollars to make. 
I mean, that that's about right. But think about any show that goes on. You think about a Lady Gaga show, how much it costs to do a two-hour show for Think her. about how much better value that is for the stars that are advertising themselves. But you're not paying. But again, most people that are watching the show are not actually at the stadium. Yeah, so the network spends $13 million bucks and they're turning around. $13 million bucks for 13 minutes, a million dollars a minute. And they're turning around and charging their advertisers $5.2 million for 30 seconds. Yeah, they seconds. also charge all the people. $4 million dollars a minute. Yeah, but they also charge the people in attendance like $18,000 to go to the game. Yeah, whatever. The ticket sales are, <laughs> so, but the ticket sales are nothing compared to that, right? So, well, it's going to be something you're not going to want to miss. Regardless. We are going to miss it. We'll be able to catch it. We'll... we'll We'll, we'll be able to catch it. it. We're gonna miss it. You'll be able to catch it on your phone. We'll watch it later. It'll be it'll be Fair streaming. Enough. It'll be streaming. It'll be the headlining on on Twitter of everything that the everything that went wrong. You know, just like the uh, the Janet Jackson uh, wardrobe malfunction. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, Nipplegate. Yes, <laughs> is that what they called it? Yeah, I can never remember what they actually deemed the the phrase of that. I just remember sitting there watching it, and my buddy turned to me and he goes, "Did I see what I?" Think I saw? <laughs> and I go, yep, you did. That's all we could say. NDK is brought to you by CNG Communications. CNG Communications specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big marketing and media productions at small business prices. If you want to learn more about CNG, you can find them on Facebook at CNG Communications, or you can just email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. Now, you're into the food portion of it, though, I imagine. Any party you've gone to, the food has been great. <laughs> no, not any party. Some of the parties I've gone to, the food has been shite, but... Yes. Ah, in par with Super Bowl. I love to eat at Super Bowl parties, and some have been the, the canned stores. cheese, <laughs> the, the, Vel- the cheese whiz, the cheese, the Velveeta with the the Rotel in the slow cooker. Totally, <laughs> I've got Ritz and Velveeta. Welcome to the party. Yeah, <laughs> it just it's just easier, but you'll be shitting for days. <laughs> I will say that since I moved down to Texas, the food at the parties I've been to for the Super Bowl have been much better. Well, the only place I can imagine Super Bowl parties being insanely good mm-hmm. is New England. No, no. If, I guess if you're not a Patriots fan, it doesn't matter. I mean, they were in. They've been into like they won six Super Bowls. How how could Super Bowl parties not be crazy with them? All right, so you know what month this takes place, right? Yeah, February. Yeah, you know how cold it is in New England in the winter, right? Yeah, people watch the game out in Buffalo outside. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's snowing. Yeah, and I don't want to associate with those people. Like, <laughs> no one says you have to watch okay. the Super Bowl outside. I assume it's indoors. Uh, yeah, no, there's <laughs> great parties, but it's like you know, usually stomping your boots <laughs> you at the door, like... mud, water, like. Okay, fair enough. Fair that's enough. The, that's the thing about living in New England. They that people just forget that romanticize about like new winters and you know hanging out and oh no i, I don't i don't romanticize about those yeah. at all like every entrance to every building is sopping wet it's just sopping the floorboards are all saturated and buckled with water because of all the fucking snow and yeah, you think you guys would have figured that problem out by now i believe <laughs> me they have they put rubber mats down like it's like stepping onto a urinal patty um but <laughs> like it just reminds me of going to the uh the skating rink <laughs> that's exactly what it is Going that's exactly what it is every bar every restaurant you walk in it's gross <laughs> wet 
Like, what about my scarf, my hat, and my gloves, and my second scarf, and you know? Well, okay. So your your parents and you growing up, you didn't really get. I mean, you said your parents did. They they went to parties. Was there any? Fond, we all we all kind of was did. it any fond memories from anything like that? No, I made all of my Super Bowl memories uh, when I came when I came here. Honestly. We watched it as a family. When you came to the South, where they breed football players, Indeed. yes. Well, it's big there too, but well, as you mentioned, um, but when we watched it as a family, it was more maybe we had the neighbors over, maybe a friend or two. Oh, so it was more like a social event versus the game, like which most parties are. Yeah, it, it, it was, like but that. it was it was very subdued, right? I didn't realize how big Super Bowl parties could be until I came to Texas and saw people just blowing it out right like well 50, friday night lights friday night lit. lights baby yeah so well and again my family my family my dad was from ohio but being in texas a lot super bowl became really big did you guys throw big parties or go no, to parties or? I, we used to go but i not that i remember but we always watched the game and we would always do food barbecue grill something we'd you know food that was bad for you yeah, you know, it has to be. You know, right? it's like getting the nachos at, at the yeah, yeah. stadium nachos or whatever. It's just that's yeah, the horrible. one. It's the one thing that football and NASCAR have in common. <laughs> Those nasty ass nachos, like wings, and just <laughs> I, ew, is man. that ranch dressing? You oh. know, like yeah. I, I will say this: growing up, I remember when my buddy, when I moved to Texas, and I made some friends, and we went to uh, a place called Mister Gaddy's. It was a like it was like a CC's, one of those all you can eat buffet pizza places or whatever, right? But that had like a game room. You'd quickly eat and then you'd, you know, go to the game room or whatever and you'd awesome. run back to the table. Yeah, it was a kid's dream, right? Is there any place that you grew up that's not around anymore that you remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time. They bulldozed all those memories. Oh, big time. I mean, so many places that I grew up have literally been reduced to rubble and turned into high rises, but actually one of the big ones for me was a arcade. It was in it was in Westport, Connecticut. It was called Arnie's, and you know um, I love arcades. Yeah, so I it, love arcades. I still love arcades. I'm just I I, it's sad I can't go as an adult. So Arnie's <laughs> Arnie's was quite literally the Westport, Connecticut version of our Dave and Buster's, and it was a one off. It wasn't a chain. It was one guy trying to do it, but it was the exact same model. He had like the super nice pool tables for the adults. Huge arcade area for the kids. Decent food that you can go get. Not good, right? But decent. You can get like a crappy steak, a burger, or whatever. Um, I don't remember, because I was so young, I don't remember they served alcohol for the adults or not like Dave & Buster's does. I don't know if they have a full bar. Dave & Buster's is so run down. It's yeah. horrible. It's um, a horrible place. And, and Sorry for all of you out there that love Dave & Buster's. I, yeah, I just can't get on that bandwagon. Actually, guilty pleasure right here. Uh, I, my wife and I kind of love Dave & Buster's, but we love the original down in Richmond. I, I can't say... Why okay. don't we the original? Well, okay. the, one, the one that we think is the original is down in Richmond. I, I, let me just say this. I'm not going to knock anyone for going to Dave & Buster's because if I went, I'm sure I would have fun. It would be horrible food, but a lot of fun with the games. I think I would have a good time because that's what it's meant to do. Now, would I go out of my way to make sure that I planned on going to Dave & Buster's? No. You're kind of fucked. Why? Neighbors Don't Knock Challenge, Couples Night, Dave & Buster's. <sighs> oh, yeah. Dinner, video games, pools, way too much cocktails. <laughs> way too many cocktails. You're, you're going to try to see if you can wing me over to a Dave & Buster's? Not going to wing you anywhere. <laughs> 
We're going to have much and many cocktails. <laughs> It'll be a blast. When this... Yeah, okay. I have no idea. Sometime this Sometime year. Sometime this year. We'll, uh, all right. All when right. COVID's over, how about that? <laughs> well, I'm safe then because it seems yeah. like it's never going away. Yeah, sometime in 2035. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be celebrating my 50th at Dave & Buster's. Oh, they found the 1,361st strain of COVID today. <laughs> and, and then we're just sitting there drinking, same shit, different day. God, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. Uh, all right. I'd be okay with that. I'll be okay with that. If you can get my wife on board, I'm game. I will. I, I, I guarantee you I can get your wife on board. Oh, man. <laughs> she's not a pushover. No, no. She's actually a hard sale, but hard sell rather. Um, but I think that I can do it. Okay. No, oh, don't get me wrong. It's a bunch of kids, gangbangers, and parents questioning why they're there. <laughs> it's like going to Vegas. We're just going to exactly. we're gonna people watch. We're yes. Gonna, if, you go- can get, if you can get in the right <laughs> headspace, you're okay. But you like our, you said you liked arcades. I will say this. If we get a chance to, there is an arcade place in Houston, and they actually sell modern and old school arcade games, including really? pinball machines, skee ball, driving games, guitar, you know, everything, uh, classic arcades. But they open their doors, I think, once or twice a month on a, on a certain day. I think it's a Friday or a Thursday. I have, to, I have to look it up. And for a small fee, like for like 20, it's like 20 or 25 bucks, you can go in there for like two or three hours and just play everything. I'm in. And there's a bar right next door. I'm in. So like, it's just walk in. It's just, oh my gosh, what do you do? We got to make mean, that happen. We, we do have to make that happen. One of my favorite bars here in Houston actually has a tremendous pinball collection. I love pinball. Yeah. I do love pinball. I would say that's, that's a... Well, when I'm COVID's horrible. over, I'm we can go to bars at, again. I, I know, right? I'm horrible at pinball, but I love it. I am too. I'm <laughs> I don't so know bad. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm, I'm so I'm bad not a pinball. pinball wizard. I'm definitely not. And I always want to play the the one the games that are the hardest. Like they have the most crap where the balls go everywhere. Yeah, and me then too. they're like then they're like shooting like thirty or forty balls at you and you're just like, What? it's like I'm on speed or something. Like Whoa. have you ever happened to be in a place that has a more modern machine that has one of the Terminator themed the Terminator movie yes, themed games? Where you don't even Push yeah, yeah. it. You just push a button. You yeah, don't yeah. pull the thing. And you think oh, yeah, that looks easy, right? And then you try. You're like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. The, the like the classic ones are are always good. Like the bowling. Hell yeah, man! Give me the paddles, because like every game with that's like, I'm sorry to see you cry, but I understand <laughs> you terminated. That means like, fuck. You know, the other one I I used to love is the Jurassic Park one. That one was really good. Dude, I played that once. That one was really good. It was really good. So I'm still a big Star Wars pinball machine fan. I love that one. And the David, there was a David Bowie one that I played one time. It was like an homage to David Bowie, and it was really cool. Okay, so I would like to play the David Bowie one. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that was it. Was really cool. Um, the Star Wars thing, yeah, go figure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm shocked, Brian. <laughs> uh, you know, but now they're gonna, you know they're gonna have to make a new one. They're gonna keep the classic, of course, but now they're gonna make a Mandalorian one. You know, little little baby little baby Yoda popping up. Like shooting his little, you know, the little ball that he has in hand, just just shoots it at you. No, you know what it should be? It should be him in the carrier. That's the ball. Oh, there you right go. There. You know, and they'll make it. Apple will create this pinball machine because they're going to make you wear like 3D glasses, so that way there's like stuff coming at you in your yeah. face. Did you see that available on Apple's arcade uh, subscription service now is a whole retro arcade service? 
no, I don't have enough time to sit there and play. I mean, I, I wish I could even get a new video game system that my wife won't let me get. I'm not talking about time to play video games, but you lie like you don't read all of Apple News. I'm like, <laughs> hey, did. did you hear they're coming out with a new Mac? You're like, yeah, I knew that a month ago. Paul. <laughs> I, okay, I didn't hear about the arcade, though. Some of the apps I don't pay attention to, unless they're released at those big events that I watch. I, yeah, fair enough. Most of the hardware and the product stuff that I, I will find out about. Well, you're a very serious guy, I, Ryan. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, in between, you know, watching Star Wars and the Muppets. I, I you know, I, I fit in the Apple <laughs> the Apple infomercials that they, they Star Wars <laughs> the animated. How is that going, by the way? I, I love it. I finished it all. All of it? Yeah. You're never allowed to say you're busy ever again. <laughs> ever. I, I started watching it months ago, though. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's not like I finished it all yesterday, like in one day. Okay, so in the off chance that this makes it into the episode, for our listeners, as well as for me, you're really saying that like this is an adult-worthy thing to go do? Like You, as a Star Wars fan, feel enriched by going back and dealing with Understanding it was made for a, a varied audience, for kids and adults. I, you I, recommend adults watch this? Well, I think, well, I want to say yes, because I think there's a kid in all of us. If that's, if, that's good to, if that's okay to say without feeling like I just copped out of that. I loved it. I went back and watched it. I think it. if you are a Star Wars fan, you will appreciate it, adult or kid. No, it's good to know, because I've... I've Never really thought about it for myself. Right? If you're just a, uh, I'm an occasional Star Wars fan. I'll wait till the blockbuster movies come out and love that. Then it's probably not for you. They realized very quickly, in my opinion, that rebooting things is a very bad idea. Right? They want to make extensions of a franchise that is tremendously popular, that is passionately followed, and whether or not they get that right, that's up to them. Right and yeah, and, exactly. and it's going to be hit or miss, and fans are very fickle, as we've talked. Oh about. yeah, all the time. But rebooting is a mistake, and they recognize that. They're going, you know what? We're going to just extend the storylines, build new stories, develop new fans using old characters, and I I respect that a lot. You know, Disney's doing a new Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie. That's it, bringing, interesting. That, interesting. It's not a reboot. Well, it's I mean, bringing that's good. back. Uh, Rick Moranis, which I love, Rick Moranis, which is great. It's it's his it's his big return to acting since his wife died. Yeah, um, it's uh, tremendous. No, I, I I agree with you on that point, and I think that it's something that I hope to see through other companies too. I Me too. I, ho- I hope to see through a lot Me of too. because I, I enjoy the creativity that comes out of it because it is new material. Right, you it, can it, extend. You're his- right, you're extending story, you're extending characters. And creating new characters along the same lines. It's it's right. just connecting it full circle. You can you can be creative without recycling, and I like that a lot. No, I I agree. So you know, like I said, if you're for it, check it out. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I love things that make me nostalgia and make me feel like a kid. But we have a special guest coming up next week. We are very very excited, Mr. Brian Benedict. He is a lead designer at. Hot Wheels. That's right. The Hot Wheels company. And we're we're talking, you heard it right. The car. The car that I'm sure everyone had a Hot Wheels car at one point in their life. Brian, when you first told me that this guy was coming on the show, I mean, the the kid in me just jumped out. 
I'm so excited because obviously I grew up with Hot Wheels in a big way. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I, I really would love to see if we can make a Neighbors Don't Knock Hot Wheel. Ooh, challenge. I know, right? I think that would be really awesome. But make sure that you guys tune in for that special guest. Brian Benedict will be here next week. We want to thank all of our listeners out there for you guys tuning in no matter where you are. Make sure you're staying healthy and safe. Check out more episodes by going to our website, NeighborsDon'tKnock.com, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us on social media. Leave us a comment and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Yeah, and post up. Tell me, should I be watching the Super Bowl more closely? Let me know. (laughs) We'll check you guys next week. Peace! Out.